Hello out there, fans of the How Rude podcast. This is, of course, the melodious voice of Jonathan Pernasek. Before we dive into today's episode, a couple of quick moments of gratitude. First, we would like to thank For the Love of Pod, which is a podcast that shone its spotlight on our show. It is a great regular series that features shows you would want to listen to and you should be listening to. So why aren't you listening to them, you miserable... Never mind. I'm not going to get angry about it. You should just check out For the Love of Pod. That's part of the Talking Head Podcasts Network. For the Love of Pod, get to it! Also, of course, we would like to thank Carrie Davenport, who composed the cover you're about to hear, the intro and the outro music. We love Carrie, and we can never give him enough thanks, so why not do it here, you miserable... Sorry, I can't keep getting angry. And finally, iTunes user, that Landon Smith, you're a gem. You are the first five-star review on record for the How Rude podcast at the iTunes store. Ladies and gentlemen, if you love our show, if you're a fan of it, if you think it deserves five stars in the iTunes store, go there today and give us a similarly glowing review. It will help us rise in the rankings and it will help us to get even more exposure to the internet community. And if you don't like the show, you miserable... I could rip your throat... Heck! Oh, before I have an apoplectic fit, let's dive into today's show. Let's go! Whatever happened to predictability? The milkman, the paperboy, even Zilly. You miss your familiar friends, but when you just around the bed, everywhere you look, there's a Hello, and welcome to How Rude, an exhaustive deconstruction of the classic 90s sitcom Full House. I am one of your co-hosts, Brandon Shockney, and immediately to my left, we have my other co-host. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, John? Well, thank you very much, Brandon. My name is Jonathan Pernasek, and to my immediate left is our guest for this, our fifth episode. It's a, it's an... It's Lucky a, number five. I believe that's the paper anniversary. <laughs> I don't know. And to my immediate left is our uh, guest for, the, for today, and she is a lovely lady... Please introduce yourself, lady. Hi, I'm Britta Rowings. <laughs> it's Britta Rowings here in the uh, in the Full House studios. Um, Britta, we like to start off by asking what your sort of context is for Full House, how you sort of grew up with it. Oh, love it. It's great. It's nobody reminds me of childhood. It's like coming home from school and eating a snack and watching Full House. Mm-hmm. It's like very, it feels very safe and good. So you watched it mainly in like syndication? Like it would be not like new episodes, they were like reruns. Yeah, I think I think I probably watched new episodes. Oh. I didn't understand how TV worked at that time. Yeah, though. see I'm like pure, now I realize I was like pure syndication when it came to this show. Well, and I you mentioned before we started recording that uh, I think a lot of our guests don't really, I certainly don't, not a clear memory of the really early show. You were saying that you were kind of more interested in like the Taj Maori era. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I remember her as a baby, but I remember like relating to Michelle more. Really? And being mm-hmm. like, oh, she was my jam. I mean, mm-hmm. in general, the Olsen twins, I was like, they well, because, get me. Yeah, they were, they were popular when we were like younger when we would have been watching the show they were like really hitting their popularity so i think yeah and we're like the same age as them yeah i think okay interesting i didn't again i didn't understand how television worked so (laughs) so so you said you related to michelle is it does it have more to do with uh than just being the same age i'm the youngest of three so perfect i was like Oh, I get this. Oh, yeah. We're going gonna to delve into that. Yeah, three girls, just so I no, know. No, 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 no. But, okay. like, my brother might as well be Stephanie, so that's well, <laughs> Nice. We will, we will figure out more about that in our interview portion. We are covering just one episode today, and mm-hmm. that episode is called Knock Yourself Out. Uh, Britta, we do like to kind of challenge our guests to do, a, like, a very short summation of just what happened in that episode. So from what you can remember, like, what's, like, a good summation of this quote-unquote plot. 
Oh, Danny gets to be a sportscaster for a boxing match, and he's the worst the whole time. Mm-hmm. Not only is he just mean to everyone, and then mm-hmm. he's terrible at it. Mm-hmm. And then Michelle is sick, questionably. Um, so Joey and Jesse have to deal with that, and Stephanie and DJ do not matter one bit during this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. You'd think there'd be a they C are. plot, because normally there's like an A, a B, and a C plot. No, for this they just kind of extended all of the gags as much as humanly possible so they wouldn't have to bother with a C-plot. Right. DJ and Stephanie, yeah. you're on the fringe a it, little like, bit. It would not pass the Bechdel test. No, it, <laughs> no, it would not. Because the, the only conversations that women have in the show are about a man. Yeah. A man that's not even in the room. <laughs> so this this show... Uh, yes, Brenda. Oh, no, sorry. I was like, Jesse was involved. I was like, they talk about snacks, but they don't. They don't. No, not really. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they, they're commanding Jesse. Jesse. getting snacks. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, this is uh, an interesting episode in that it features one Ernie Hudson, uh, whose name I could not remember when we had Alan here. Yeah. Ernie Hudson, best known as one of the Ghostbusters from mm-hmm. the original Ghostbusters. Yeah. He looked good, man. As like a boxer? I thought so. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. man. This well, this would have been yeah. only a couple of years, uh, if not even less time than that, right after Ghostbusters. Yeah. Prime of his life. Right. You're saying you were looking at his body going, ooh, baby. No, no, no. Baby, baby. No, I was just were like... Were you sweating it? I guess I didn't think... Brandon. Uh, off of what I feel like I know from Ghostbusters, I don't think any of those guys as being in, like... Buff. Shape. But the Ernie Hudson, he looked good. I believed he could be a boxer. Britta, what do you what? think? No, he is too big to be a boxer. Oh. Boxers oh, are smaller okay. because they have to be, like, quick so they can get those punches <laughs> in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that. But so he was too beefy. He was fine. Yeah, and he was so sweaty before the match. He was glistening, that was Britta. That's glistening. Why was he sweaty before, though? I don't... That's a good point. Oils. <laughs> Guys, oils. So that when the boxer grabs so him... Slippery. He's too slippery. He's for the punch Yeah, you just land. grease him up, send him in there. I can't get the Sandman. He's the... Yeah, he's the slippery Sandman. <laughs> oh, well... No. I know a porn actor by that name. Um, <laughs> this episode immediately starts off... Uh, but uh, in earlier episodes, we've heard a voice, an adult female actor, play the voice of Michelle. Yeah. And they continue that in this episode. It's not... I like that they don't even try to have any lip movement happening no. from Michelle while it's happening. Mm-hmm. That she just stares blankly and the noise happens. Yeah. Daddy. Yeah. It, yeah it, now it's like... They should be crediting this voice in the opening credits because now Michelle has baby voiceover pretty much full time, according to this episode. And I bet that woman's name is buried deep within the credits. <laughs> They're like, shit, well, I'll just Michelle. It, it was it. interesting, though, because we did hear Michelle's real voice, so she it's not like she's incapable. It's not like the Olsen twins were incapable of producing sound at this point. Right. But I guess it just took too long. There's a very sweet moment where Jesse has Michelle and they're in front of a humidifier and like he sings and he tells her to sing and she does. She has like a little babbles. One of the very, very few like genuine moments that the show Yeah, that you can actually stomach genuinely. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know what? That's something like a family would do. Yeah, exactly. An actual family. We learned that Jesse has glasses. What a nerd. <laughs> right. I'm sure, I, I'm sitting, as I, as I adjust my own. As you, yeah, as you breathe fog into your... <laughs> what a nerd, Jesse. Well, dude, he's got he's to gotta have glasses if he's going to write these classic Lyrics songs. Down. And Danny is all too eager to point out that every melody Jesse creates is in the public domain. Well, it's not even... It's, the thing is, it's not the melodies. It's just the chord progression. So Danny's just being a dick. Because, like, so many songs have the same chord progressions. There's only so many. That's not a weird thing. He's yeah. just like, oh, yeah, I can sing another song to the chords you're playing, which that happens all the time. Yeah. Danny's just trying to knock everyone down. But you know what? Hubris comes back. Hubris comes back. <laughs> yeah. Tenfold. Yeah. Well, even Jesse has that line about there were only seven notes, but they should have, like, taken that a little further and, like, actually fleshed that out. As opposed to, like, he says there's only seven notes. Yeah, that doesn't, that's not true, one. Oh, really? Like, well, no. I mean, well, there's sharps in class, but, like. This is true. Damn it, Jesse! You, just I, like, you don't know what you're talking about, Jesse. I think, uh, I think Danny here, I think this episode, maybe the show even, is playing more like, you know, like a Greek tragedy. And, like, that's him. Uh, you know, he is our, um, who's the guy that gouges his eyes out? Oedipus. Oedipus. He's our Oedipus. 
Or he's our, if we go he's Shakespeare, he's our Macbeth. Yeah, he's a little, <laughs> he's like very like um, Achilles though almost. Yeah. You know, he's being brought up. He mm-hmm. has like, we're already seeing the foreshadowing. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, um, his, the prophecy. The prophecy. Right. Yes, yes, yes. The prophecy. Is it, am I thinking of Achilles? I remember. Whatever. Um, you know, the prophecy that he's going to be this great. He's going to do great. Everyone mm-hmm. thinks right. he's going to do great. And he thinks he's going to do great. He's knocking everybody else down. He has that cutting comment to Joey. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, just like, so, eighth grade English classes everywhere. If you need to write an essay that, like, parallels the story of Oedipus, you know, just watch episode eight of Full House. Knock yourself out. Get a good one to two page essay out of that. Well, I mean, to, to continue it even further, the gods bestow upon Danny <laughs> this minor gift of being able to be. I think he's being televised nationally. Is that what they set forth? That he's being coast televised? to coast. Yeah, coast to coast. It's coast the first coast. national one, so that's yes. why it's a big deal. Yeah. And he's covering this fight between Ern, uh, Ernie Hudson, he's playing Reggie the Sandman Martin, and yeah, he gets this one little jet. thing, this like piddly sports casting opportunity and he puts Jesse down and then the comment you just mentioned with Joey Joey's like being really supportive he yeah. said first of all we find out that Joey went to high school with Danny which I did not realize oh, he was like yeah. oh ever since you were the sports editor for our uh, high school newspaper mm-hmm. which you know Joey ran like what right. a joke column mm-hmm. some sort of like mm-hmm. gag of the week thing which no one could stomach and he says you know I'm really supporting you tonight and Danny goes well, you know, Joey, uh, I'm really glad that you support me. And, you know, with this comedy thing, I know that one day I'm not going to be the only one who finds you funny. It's like, so fuck mean. God. You, so Danny. Mean. That is the worst. I mean, don't get me wrong. Joey's not funny. Joey's not funny. He's he's just downright... Also, he's not only fun, not funny. He's just weird. He's a weird dude. Uh, now in the background, in his little alcove, we have an entire solar system that's set up. Back there? What is that, man? What? what? Brandon, I will say, to Joey's credit, in this episode, he's not nearly as irritating to me in this no. episode. Oh, no. I'm just talking about in in general. The grand like arc of Joey? He's, man. he's just like a sixth grade boy. But, but even me in sixth grade, I didn't like, you know what? I need a full mannequin that I can dress just like me every day and hope that someone knows. Well, Brandon... It's, like, it's like a sixth grader wrote him is more what it's like. Oh, he's like, okay. this is weird. It wouldn't, wouldn't be funny if this guy did this. Yeah. I'll he's got a cool place with the solar system. I love the solar system. <laughs> it's I'm, very strange that there's a solar system back there. Brandon, to be All fair. All the planets. To be fair, Brandon. <laughs> not the strangest. Not the strangest thing about Joe. No, not no. the strangest thing. He's got the mannequin, which will always be the strangest thing. Right. Still wearing his clothes, by the way. Yes. Also, we can't... Do everything. Hey, Brandon. Sure, we can't all be like sixth grade Brandon, who was okay. James Dean walking the I walls. Was. Like <laughs> Little little uh, <laughs> turn up on my, my sleeves where I put a little pack of cigarettes. Can't Candy cigarettes. Yeah, let's be candy fair. cigarettes. And you got to blow like the fake candy smoke into the air. Yeah. Well, see this Brit over here? We got the fucking cool guy over here. Yeah. Blasting Joey. Oh, Jesse, boy. your glasses, you nerd. Oh, they mention how <laughs> John Stamos <laughs> door. This is gonna come back to you though. That's if you blame. <laughs> yeah. That hubris. Your hubris Listen, is gonna come back to you. You're gonna gouge out your eyes because you made love to your mom. <laughs> oh no. In high uh, school, the guys had a dream about a woman named Sharon Campbell. Joey says, oh, everybody had the Sharon Campbell dream. Can we not talk about how everyone had weird, wet dreams? <laughs> Why do I have to remember this no. from my childhood? Because do you feel like we can't talk not? about sexuality just because of <laughs> a family sitcom? I, I mean, if Brandon can write Joey off because he wasn't like him. Why can't Joey be like me? I was, oh, cool. I was cool. And funny. Maybe what oh. we need is more conversations about Sharon Campbell. I Joe mean, <laughs> I had a wet dream about Dean Kane as Superman, so... I'm free to talk about that. From what I talk Lois about and Clark, it, Superman. Days? Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Well, Lois and Clark: The New Adventures of Superman. Sure. Oh, I enjoyed that show as well. Yeah. We You're don't have to. We don't have to we, no, we don't have to delve any more in that. I remember so, it clearly as such. <laughs> Shut up! I'm talking. <laughs> so, what, uh, what else is going on in this goddamn episode? <laughs> uh, well, uh, there's a really good physical bit. Um, good bit, solid bit. Solid bit. Jesse is just overwhelmed with food. He hasn't heard of bags or asking people to help him. 
No. Uh, or making multiple trips. Or, telling, or, say, or saying no to kids. Say no to children. He hasn't heard of saying no to children. Or just telling the kids, hey, if you want all this food from the fridge that I'm getting for you, how about you get your little yeah. tot asses down here? And by tot, I mean... <laughs> what? <laughs> like, T-O-T. Wrong, T-O-T. wrong adjective. T-O-T, like, your tots, your kids. Get your fucking asses down yeah. here and... Carry the pecan away. <laughs> redacted. Yes, yeah. It's all redacted. Yeah, we'll, we'll Brenda, edit your, that out in post. <laughs> your thoughts on this bit, because it's not even a rule of three. They do like the rule of 17. Well, it doesn't have to be the rule of three because it's physical comedy, so like it can just do whatever. Just blow it out. Just, just make like, it big. Keep going, keep going until it's done. No. Um, yeah. I, well, one, I feel a little bad because like they're not being, this is, they're not healthy snacks. These are not healthy snacks. These kids right. are getting ice cream and chips. But also, I don't think they got dinner, so they're probably hungry. But this you know? is, this they is ask before. for fruit. They ask for fruit, to be I fair. Know, yeah, in addition to their great. gallon of ice cream and barbecue chips. But see, this is before like society want- was concerned yeah. about this type of stuff. They do want carrots, though, I guess. But yeah. also, like, they didn't get dinner. No, yeah, that's what you think. You think they didn't get they dinner. They didn't show us dinner. Yeah. There well, was no time true. for dinner. How about when they open up the bag of chips and they pour it into the bowl and it's just dust? It's just potato. The whole bag is just dust. I'm like, well, that's what happens when you're like crushing everything in your arms, John Stamos. I love how when he grabs the fruit too, it's just a single stem of grapes. And I'm like, oh, so there was just a nasty ass, just like random stem of grapes in the fridge. Continuing with the Greek theme. Oh, well, how delightful. See, I've seen in between the lines in this episode. Fucking over I'm... your PhD in Full House. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, I'm not, I don't have a PhD. I'm cool. Oh, oh boy. Um, <laughs> DJ, DJ throws... So he brings up all the food and they're like, well, sorry, Uncle Jesse. We, we changed our minds. He has the cans on his head. You can't not mention that because he's holding the cans and he walks up the stairs and then some amazing, you know, uh, like production designer was like, you know what'll be hilarious? Put them on your head. <laughs> it's like a little hat. <laughs> but they tell him, you know, we, we're going to watch the show downstairs. We're going to watch Dad's broadcast downstairs. And he goes, hey, why don't you shut the fuck up and turn your asses around and go back into your room? And, and but he does. Calls them he, ankle biters. Yeah, he said something mean. <laughs> ankle biters. Well, ankle DJ biters. Throws, some, throws some shade at me because she says, ooh, it's Uncle Bad Attitude. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. hey, DJ, you're getting a little sassy. <laughs> I wish well, I would have just... She's just hungry. Her blood sugar is low. I just want my didn't grapes. get dinner. I wish dinner. he just would have, like, kept heightening. He would have been like, all right, DJ, well, how about you take your little chipmunk cheats? Huh? <laughs> chipmunk cheats. <laughs> chipmunk cheats. And go downstairs and make your own snacks. I just like that they're still eating that jazzercise ice cream. That, like, weird generic <laughs> yeah. ice cream it's with so the jazzercise weird. woman on the side who's like, I have little tiny weights in my... Like, what is this ice cream? What is this ice cream? Write into the Full House Podcast at gmail.com. I need to know if this is a real ice cream. Use that bit of air that was between my statement and my demand to figure it out. Can we talk about the weird uh, tattoo that Joey or Jesse has? I want to talk about it. Are yeah. you sure it wasn't a shadow? No, no, no. He does it's, have a tattoo on, on his arm. His arm. They look like little army wings. You know, like if you're in the or army. Or like a shadow from his shirt. No, I I have seen this tattoo. tattoo. He has worn sleeveless shirts, which are weird, and they're usually teal in color. Um, (laughs) I'm surprised you haven't noticed it before. I haven't. It's just like a stencil tattoo. There's no color. There's no detail to it. There's a story behind that, though. You know it. His dark days. Yeah, the story is that he's probably plowing some woman in like Spain. Yeah, and he was like 13, and she was 36. And she, like, did the tattoo for him. Where did the tattoo come from? Right into How Rude, the Full House Podcast. That's not our email. Or the How Rude Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, good job. <laughs> and, and tell us the story of how Jesse got his tattoo. Uh, oh, uh, Britta, we've been actually keeping a record of how long it would take the show to have a person of color on the <laughs> okay. show. And it's with Ernie Hudson. It's all been white. It's all yeah, been so, very waspy. So white. Yeah. It, good for you, Full House. I feel, yeah, I feel like the Full House does bring in diversity. Mm-hmm. You know, eventually, slowly eventually. but surely, all supporting. Yeah. No, no well, main it's characters. Not like they're gonna adopt. A kid. Well, it's also like none of them are gonna date anyone who's black. Yeah. No, I, I'm tell, I'm calling it right now. There's never uh, gonna be an episode where like Joey dates a black woman. I don't think I'm that's gonna to happen. I think if Danny ever dates a black woman. I just don't see it. This show's pretty waspy, oddly enough to me. Even though they're supposed yeah. to be vaguely, what do you think they are? Vaguely middle class. Think about it. None of them yeah. make money. He's a sportscaster. He's he's making the most money out of the entire house. 
Yeah. Joey has no job. Then None. for a little, but later on, Joey and Jesse um, both take off. They're, they're they j- get, yeah, they, they become get, jingle yeah, writers. They write all those jingles. Which yeah. is a very, not at all a hit and miss occupation. <laughs> Jesse's, uh, I'll remind you right now, Jesse's still a, an exterminator. Right, which they oh, mentioned yeah. one, once. Once in his outfit. He has a whole what jumpsuit. Did, what did the dead wife do? Is there dead wife money? Life, no one knows life insurance money. Life insurance money. They're living <laughs> off of life insurance money. Oh, there money. we go. Yep. See, no one knows anything about the wife, and I refuse to just You're so take angry. John's approach where he's just like, but Wikipedia says, no, it's not canon until I hear it in the show. I want to know. That's we don't know how she died. We don't know who she was, what she looked like. It's fine. Tragic. It's fine. My it's theory is tragic. the ink on the life insurance policy was policy was still wet when she died. <laughs> like, at the time. Oh, oh, Pam! Wouldn't that be good if, like, the episodes we didn't get to are the ones where you find out that, like, Joey murdered her? (laughs) And just Joey's, like, in his alcove, like, swaying back and forth. (laughs) Joey, okay, buddy? It's three in the morning. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So Joey doesn't do any impressions. And normally we have a segment called Can We Do a Better Impression Than Joey? He did do an impression in this episode. What did he do? He did the an coach. impression of the baby. No, of the cough oh, of the baby to the, the doctor. Ba- and the baby cough. This is true. Baby cough. Yeah. Well, I feel like we've but we've covered that he's done the Michelle voice before. Yeah. Unless you he really like to do. He also did at the end, he did like a pepped up like coach, like the coach in the sh- yeah. Which brings me to the point, I just want to do an impression of Ernie Hudson's manager coach. Okay. So let's, do you remember, Britta, how you that guy sounded? You mean the coach seven? from... Uh, from Rocky. Yeah, who's just doing <laughs> a bad Rocky version. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, Brandon, we'll start with you. We and uh, the, let's, Brenda, what do you think is a good phrase for him to say as this character? I feel like it's all about, like, not worrying about it. You don't need to pay attention. No, we. The one the, the one where he's like, um, we will do this. Because then, then Ernie Hudson is like, we is what caused him trouble. So, oh. we, 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 we will do this. Don't, don't worry, Sandman. <laughs> we, That's we, it. We, we will do this. Don't worry, Sandman. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, uh, we will do this. Uh, don't worry, Sandman. Yar, me mateys. God, everything, everything I do devolves into just pirates. <laughs> Every impression. Come on, Sandman. We can do it. We can do it. Ah, Sandman. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good. Pretty That's terrifying, so right? Rowley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, um, uh, no. We're, we're what? That's what it was like. I was the most accurate. That was the manager oh like my God, no. <laughs> It's Mickey Mouse. That was the coach Mickey on Mescaline. <laughs> oh, come on, Sam. Oh man. So yeah, Danny yeah. starts his broadcast. Same Everyone's man. watching it at home. It goes terribly because Danny uh, doesn't realize that the same man isn't aware of his wife's situation. I, the, this plot point makes no which sense. I, which no. I didn't. Realize was that brought up before this point or no? No, no they side they. Just, yeah, so I don't know how Danny acquired such information. Well, he says it's in the newspapers, the magazines, and that oh. a TV movie is being made. The, the right, oh. yeah. yeah, and presumably I think uh, Ernie Hudson's like boxing team like kept this information from him by like not letting him read the newspapers, not letting him read mm-hmm. magazines, not letting him talk to his wife at all, apparently. Yes. And she was or so he, upset. He was not worried about that at that point. So no. really, you know, it's his fault. He it wanted gets... to win the six million, six million dollars. That seems like a lot. Does he get anything if he loses? That's a serious question. I don't know I how I feel like boxers works. do get paid either He probably way. gets like a good amount probably. just for doing the for match, like sponsorship right? sponsorship from Everlast. Yeah. I feel like it. <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, for mm-hmm. the listeners in Umbra, just did a knowing eyebrow raise. Do, do, do. She's on the ball. Um, but yeah, the Sandman didn't know about any of this. Danny lets the fucking cat out of the bag because he's kind of a dummy and he apparently didn't talk to. You'd think the manager would have been like, hey, uh, don't uh, mention his wife because. Or, or uh, also, why is he in the like changing room? The locker what, room? The locker room. <laughs> Why is, he, why is he in the green room for the boxing match? I guess you want to go to like like the the source of like where all the action is yeah. pre-game. I mean, this is here's what I think is that this is Danny's like first big like reporting. Oh, session, sure, right. So I feel like they would have been like, "Hey, man, just keep it like a a fluff." 
like a puff piece. Um, Here are the go, questions go, to ask. Here's the questions. Kind of keep on track. It's going to go very quick. We're thinking like a minute, two minutes top. Right. Don't go into the whole... Uh, he would have a producer there yeah, with him. Right. But instead, it was or, like his cameraman and him. And he's just like making it up as he goes along. Right. It's his, ridiculous. His intro is terrible where he has to do this physical bit where he has to like go like duck around the boxer and like under people. Just start just like, with him in the room. Don't do this shot of him walking into the room. It's so, it, from a TV production standpoint, which I've had 30 years of experience, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Um, we forgot about the fact that DJ and Stephanie give Danny um, some gifts because oh, this is, yeah. as I made the joke, this is Chekhov's gun. It comes back in the third act, thank God. Because uh, DJ gets him a tie, and Stephanie makes him something that I was not aware of. A tie tack. They keep saying tie tack. I was not aware of this. It keeps your tie it's in place. It's like a tie. It's like a tie pin or a tie clip. clip. But, it, but because it it's like Stephanie and she's in pin. kindergarten, it looks like a paperweight. It's painted like a, with it's watercolors. Like a, it looks like octagon. A it's like it's kind of like weird. a sunset. Yes, it's got some uh, <laughs> cheeseburger in paradise colors. Yes, yeah. it's very and It must soothing. be made out of metal or steel or something. Uh, it looks like it's made out of fabric, but... It looks uh, like the thinnest, is... the thinnest material of all time. I thought it looked kind of like uh, plaster, like sort of hardened plaster or something. That It looks like you would just get a box of like I random digress. bits. Yeah. We all digress, Brandon. <laughs> I mean, we're all slowly inching our way to the graves. So, <laughs> oh, we get our first instance of uh, I don't think so. Stephanie oh, says it for the first she time. she does say her catchphrase, which will, has yet... To be replaced. I'm waiting because we're going to celebrate when she says how rude. I mean. Because it has to happen. How are we going to celebrate, Brandon? What are we going to do? We're gonna I have... mean, that's the name of our podcast. We what have to celebrate. What are we gonna... How are we going to celebrate pop, it, Brandon? Little, pop a little champagne. How rude! <laughs> please, please don't make a jacking off motion when you open up <laughs> pantomime champagne. We're going to have some jazzercise ice cream. Yeah, yes, we're, we're yes. going to get out a gallon. Healthy aerobics ice cream. And then pray to the god of Jody Sweden. All right. So, but Danny, at one point during the broadcast, he opens up his jacket to show that tie and tie tag, and it's like Danny, and he's like pointing at his. It penis. seems like his dad. Yeah, he opened his jacket to show us all his dick, and he's like, he's my, like "My daughter made this tie tag for me." It's like, what the fuck, Danny? Like, stay on track. <laughs> this is not about you. It's a pop piece. A minute tops. It's about the Sandman. <laughs> Fucking it's jackass. His, it's his hubris. That's what I'm telling it's you. It's his hubris. It's his hubris. The gods are like, there's thunder outside because the gods are so angry. I mean, he makes, he mentions his daughters. He makes a baby poop joke, which... Well, he says, I can't wear the kind of gifts my little girl Michelle gives me. Poops. Poops. Little poops. It's all she gives. It's all she's good for. Poop jokes are relatable. Universal. (laughs) We all poop. Everybody poops. As the as the book. book as the book states is that book in the literary canon that also includes Oedipus Rex? And yep. <laughs> yes, it is. Yep. If it's written down, it's in the canon. Um, Michelle is sick. M- meanwhile, oh, she, meanwhile, she's at got the Tanner fake... residence. She's not sick. She has a cough, <laughs> tiny cough. She well, she, she coughed like twice, and they're like, uh oh. Well, they say she has a runny nose at oh, a certain no. point. Oh, yeah, but she doesn't seem upset at all. No. Also, they keep putting her. This really bothered me. They keep putting her in the crib. Just sitting up, but like not to go to sleep. They just set her there. Yeah, well, Willie pointed out there's a lot of instances here, too, as well, where the lights always seem to be on in Michelle's room. It's like, just, yeah, maybe set her down, try to, like, get her some rest, because it seems like Michelle's up pretty late. I mean, (laughs) when does that broadcast start? For God's sake. Yeah, boxing, yeah. Put the baby to bed. Mm. Put the baby to bed. She's super chill, so... Yeah, well, they call the doctor, and Britta, do you remember the uh, the advice the doctor gives them? Oh, this is the worst. The doctor told them to use, to, like, ask some questions about the cough, and then was like, oh, just use the prescription I gave you last time she had a cold. Which, who knows when that was. And that's not how prescriptions work. That doctor was about to make love to his wife, sit down to dinner, yeah. do some blow. And he was like, I and gotta get off the phone. N- not only, I gotta get not off. only does he have someone calling in, he has the most impatient person of all time. Jesse just becomes like the rudest on the phone. He's like, what are you talking about, Doc? I know what to do. Here we go. Come on. He's like the worst or all like of a sudden. Or like he's never talked to a doctor before. Yeah, right. Like a doctor... Always asks you what kind of thing that is. Yeah. Well, the doctor says, does she have a runny nose? Yes. Well, what's coming out of her nose? And he goes, I don't know. Fucking Diet Coke. Fuck yourself. <laughs> you piece of shit. Although, I honestly oh, doctors. Would, I would be 
believe that Jesse had never spoken to a doctor before. That he's yeah. just never been sick. He's never. That would be like. Or he's very, very sick. He just doesn't know. Well, he's got he's 70 venereal diseases from being an easy rider, just like on the road banging everybody. In the first episode, he talks about how he banged a Bob Hope dancer, and we were like, okay, I bet she was. I'm sorry, that's not a tattoo on his arm. It's some sort of weird rash. Like, yeah, it's like a. Oh, God, it's like a malignant mole. Hey, should I look at this? Ah, oh, fuck it. I hate doctors. Oh, I hate doctors. Um, I'm, I'm cool. I'm cool. <laughs> so Ernie Hudson freaks out. He gets pissed off because he didn't know about the wife situation. Uh, he forgives Danny, ultimately. He at first. At like he's first gonna he's like, him? he's gonna kill him. He's like, that guy, come here, Danny Tanner. I want you. I want you. Classic boxer banter. I want you. And then like 30 seconds later, he's like, it's okay. You were the only one who was honest with me. Oh, a gravelly voice manager, dude? And Fuck you, you're fired. You, you know what? I know you're recording right now and this is live, but why do you think my wife left me? I was like... The weirdest Whoa. moment. And Danny actually tries to follow up. Also, Ernie was more upset the first time he was told a bit. <laughs> Ernie. He was my best friend. Um, <laughs> Sandman. He was Mr. more Sandman. upset that his wife had sold the rights than that she was leaving him. Yeah, like he, he wanted like, a cut. Yeah, she sold the rights. The rights. Also, what is that TV movie going to be? He wasn't in the house, so I moved out of the house. The movie? Not exactly yeah. the most scintillating TV movie material. But maybe they'll spice it up for TV. You know, I think maybe no more. It's just about her journey. So, like, here we get a female protagonist. Like, that's something I want to see, you know. It's a doll's her house. going through. Yeah. It's, it's about her leaving, but it's everything after she closes the door. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. There was a sequel to A Doll's House. It was a musical, and it was called A Doll's Life. No. And it was all about what happened no, to her after she closed the door. Stop. It's a little nope. theater. Did you say stop, 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 <laughs> cut it. Hey, nope. we talked about Oedipus. I know. We talked about Greek tragedy. No, but just, that sounds was terrible. Not, was not Ibsen, you know what I mean? Well, you true, know what that's I mean? true. No, I'm saying. It didn't get the Ibsen stamp. It wasn't the Ibs. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. wasn't, wasn't that Hen Ibs? Brenda, can I talk to you for a second? Can I talk to you for a second? Yeah, what's up? <laughs> you like that, Brenda? Okay. Okay, yeah, you like that, Brenda? <laughs> uh, there's not a lot else going on in this. Uh, well, Ernie forgives him. Yeah, but but uh, he, in in the process, he Ernie forgives him, but Danny is responsible for ruining this man's marriage. In my opinion, no, he didn't. He's ruin responsible his for it. No, he's responsible. No, the marriage is ruined. All right, I'm sorry. He's responsible instead for ruining the man's career. Yeah. Well, he lost the fight. Ernie did lose the fight in the Ernie second round. Ernie lost the fight. He retired being a boxer because oh, of the conversation. He? Remember? Yeah. Oh, he I was didn't. like, I'm I gonna stop it. I'm gonna come back, baby. Yep. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah which yeah. is why the coach punches him. Oh, yeah, because the, yeah, the coach, uh, he gets really pissed off at Danny, and he presumably he's going to punch him in the gut. He punches Danny in for a second, and you're like, He yeah. tries to punch Danny you're in like, the Danny dick. Danny is abs of steel! Because he doesn't react. He's like, huh? Am I a Superman? No, he's not a Superman. That yeah. plaster titanium Tyrac. Which Saved him. It doesn't make any sense, because if you got punched in that, it would just hurt still. Yeah. It would just, like, pass. The force would pass through. It, yeah, no it would totally it would pass through. Yeah, science, you. the science doesn't hold up. Maybe Danny is right. a superhero, and we just don't realize it yet. Because after he afterwards, he puts his coat back to show the tie tack and then points again at his penis. <laughs> He's just like, ladies. And we're all like, <laughs> ladies. Y'all catch that coast to coast? It's been you know six months since my wife died. I'm ready to go. <laughs> my name is Danny and I'm here to say that I've got three kids and no more on the way. Hey, what? I, I've got nothing else. Whatever happened to predictability? And then we just go straight to the theme song. Uh, Britta, Britta's expressions could not be more honest throughout this. Her expression during my rap was just like, this is a thing that's happening in front of my face. Yeah, I'll just, it was more of a, I'll just sit this one out and yeah. just wait till it ends. Surely this, this, this wave will like crest and flatten out. It did. And it did. It did. Um, so yeah, Ernie forgives him. Danny's a superhero, presumably. Um, but but he, a depressed superhero. Danny comes home so and sad. he's like, wait, 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 Michelle's sick? What the fuck? What the fuck? I just collapsed on my couch. For a second, I was like, maybe he got really drunk. That would be fun. He got really, like, like, trashed after. Yeah, because that's what would really happen. No, Danny's Danny's never touched alcohol to his lips ever in his life, and he's super judgmental of anyone that does. Even after Pam died, you don't think he, like, threw back a few? No, I think he was like, 
I bet she was drunk. Jesus. I feel like he's such a lightweight. He has to. He's so small. Like he's like one trick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cough, <laughs> little cough medicine. Yeah. But he's like TV drunk, like he puts a lampshade on his head, and everyone's like, uh-oh, Danny's he like goes drunk. Into the, goes into the girls' room. Come on, girl. Oh, whoops. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I don't want to know no. where that bit goes. No. He just starts shaking I mean... Michelle. <laughs> he, that's what we forgot. Oh, he has that long scene with Michelle. Um, that <laughs> just they, talking. They were trying to, uh, Jesse and Joey were trying to give the cough medicine to Michelle, and they could not. The first, they used a spoon that was too big. Then they were being idiots. And then finally, they just did it. They were like... They, like, the progression made no sense. No. There was no trick. It was, like, using, like, a baby spoon and They mix it with it, applesauce and, like, pureed holding chicken. Holding it in front of her until she opens her mouth. Yeah, and Jesse gets... His, at one point, he's just he gets like, mad. That's enough. All right. All right, Michelle. And, like, takes the cap off. I just thought he was going to, like... Force her mouth open. Or, like, yeah. put the bottle in her mouth and be like, go, 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 go. But Michelle also reacts in no way to any of this. No, no. And she's also, yeah, as you've said, showing no real signs of sickness. She seems yeah. like the chillest baby in the world. Bubba, she's like, what's happening? Bubba. She's like, us. adult male is yelling at me. Cool. <laughs> cool. And it, presumably Danny yelling at her does the trick? Is that what the show wants us to think? Jesse? Jesse yelling at her? Um, yeah. I guess, no, I feel like it was just... Feeding it to her, though. Yeah. Is that they're like, oh, what's simple? Put it in your mouth. <laughs> well, Danny comes in and he thinks that they've automatically fucked everything up and that Michelle's mm. dead, that she's a cold husk he baby. He hates them. He does not like them or their style of parenting. He doesn't like parenting. anybody. He doesn't like anybody. Yet he leaves them in charge died. of it's his baby. His yeah. Why would you not trust someone and then leave your fucking baby Because he doesn't them? care about the baby either. Well, he says, oh, I've learned something. He only cares about himself. That's right. Well, he learns, oh, just because my boxing interview didn't went. I mean, the really important thing is that my friends and family are here. And I'm like, that's the lesson? Yeah, and guess what? You can't support them because you've been fired. <laughs> is what I assume happens. That's always the lesson. That's a good lesson. They're going to be having him cover wacky cat videos and, like, bingo hall competitions for, like, the next six <laughs> months as punishment. He's really good at that. He is I've really good America's, at cat videos. I've seen America's Funniest Home Videos. We've all seen it. We've all seen that, fam- that Full House reunion on America's Funniest Home Videos. What? That was, like, awkward and incomplete. <laughs> I, I, I don't think that got everyone. I like I to think... That. I wish we could merge the two and just have... Danny become the host of America's Funniest Home Videos. That's something that would happen on television now. That's something that would happen on television now, but would not happen. Then. Back then? Back then. Yeah, I think now we're more obsessed with, like, crossovers. Yeah. That'd be so weird. So your pitch is America's Funniest Home Videos is its own standalone show, but the host is Bob Saget playing Danny Tanner. Right. And And then on Full House... Danny Tanner's job. They is comment being the on host it. Of, of America's, America's Funniest Stone Funny videos. videos. That's psychotic. Or genius. Why can't it be both? <laughs> exactly. You're doing it, Brandon. Get in there. Pitch it. Yar. Yar, me mateys. Uh, that's, that's pretty much it. It's kind of a lightweight episode overall. That's a lot of going on. Heavyweight. Knock yourself out. <laughs> Knock yourself out. Don't you wish there was someone each time the like yeah. episode was about to start that like just yelled the title of the episode? Yeah. Like, knock yourself out! Or the next episode. Jesse's girl! Jesse's girl! Joey's place! I, I liked that, um, right, that Ernie Hudson got knocked out, and then, like, two seconds later was totally fine to be interviewed. Oh yeah, no bloody nose. Nothing. No bruises, like, black less eyes. Less sweaty than before the match. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's not, he did not fight anything. Well, Britta, uh, now, now I feel like we can make a, like a smooth segue into our interview portion. I think we've covered the episode. Uh, we just want to get an idea of like how you relate to what's going on in this episode specifically. I, have, I wrote down a few specific questions for this episode. So, uh, when you were, like, let's say, DJ's age, or we see, so you said before we started recording that you were the youngest of three? Uh-huh. Or, wait, has that, did we say that on the air, as it were? Have we already established yes, that you had? I think so. Okay, yes. so you're the youngest of three, and uh, two brothers, brother-sister, what's the comment? Uh, brother-sister. So okay. I have a sister who's six and a half years older than me, and a brother who's three and a half years older than me. That's actually, that actually does sort of work it, out with the full house dynamic. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so my first specific question was, when you were uh, a kid, were there any, like, 
big TV events that you remember, like, the whole family, like, gathered around, like, like they do here with, like, snacks? Or is there, like, a regular TV show that everybody loved to watch? I mean, we watched a lot of television together. Sure, sure, sure. Um, I don't... I think we, like, probably watched movies together. I don't really remember ever being like, ooh, we have to go get all these snacks and force mm-hmm. our... <laughs> force our adults. Uncle, yeah, our adults yeah. to go get them for us. Um... Okay, so that question was a bit of a whiff. Yeah. I'm allowed to have that be a bit of a whiff of a question. Uh, I wish I could relate to it more. <laughs> you, but you I, said, I can't. You said you related most to Michelle out of all the... Uh, uh, yeah, because like, I'm the youngest sibling to a fault, I mm-hmm. think. Oh, so the definition of like... Did you get like a ton of it? Like you were the baby of the family, so... Yeah, I was the baby, attention. so I got attention, but I always claimed I didn't get attention. I was like <laughs> awful for a while. I caused a lot of problems. Oh, goodness. A lot of like, hijinks that would have been episodes. Oh, yeah. No, except <laughs> okay. for like they were too... Like, it, it they were too, too real. Too <laughs> so were you a troublemaker or were you more of like a... I was like a climber. A climber? So I climbed on things. Oh, goodness. Oh, I thought you meant like a social climber. <laughs> Like I no, used a lot of people I climbed on to things. get where I, I, I climbed on things and I like fe- like I fell out of a window when I was a baby. That explains when you were a baby. When I was eighteen months old, I fell out of a second story window onto our driveway. Did oh you, my god, Britta! Did, did you land on all fours? Or? What? I don't know. It's it like, <laughs> like not a, a big deal. It's like whatever. <laughs> you um, didn't have a scrape on you. Yeah, but I was like very sweet when I was very young, and then when I was probably like a little too old for temper tantrums, is when oh. I threw temper tantrums. Okay. Can we can we go back to the window really quick? Yeah, I did think you, we could did follow you up on that. Have to get stitches or no? Like my did parents, you break anything? My parents obviously took me to the hospital because they're like, "Oh God, yeah, our we're child idiots. fell out of a window." <laughs> oh no, we're gonna have to explain this one um, to social services. <laughs> we keep the windows uh, but open. But I was fine. I had like some like bruises and scrapes, but no oh stitches, God. no broken bones, because you're, you're you didn't know, right. you didn't know what was happening, because so yeah. you are just like, I'm not, not tensing up. You felt like the most, like, professionally trained skydiver in the world. You were like, whatevs? You got this. That's like the luckiest outcome in the world for yeah. that situation. Yeah. Right now. You're, you're a little miracle. I like to think that you, like, turned around and you just, like, gave a thumbs up. To the family up in the window, like, eh, it's fine. Brad's wipe out. My brother and sister were in the room with me, and they were like, Mom, oh no. Mom, and oh no. They pushed <laughs> you. Probably. Um, but we were, they were, we were, I like, as an 18 month old, I had a lot of responsibility in this situation. We were, uh, like, watching the neighbors fish. My mom was like, Did you not go over the fish tank? So that's what and she thought were, was the yeah, problem? Yeah, and then they're like, no, Britta fell out the window. What was, it? was this a matter of, like, your siblings, like, just completely didn't have we an had, eye on you? We had these windows that were, like, a foot <laughs> off the ground, maybe. Oh, my God. And so normally they were closed, but it was open, but the screen was there. And so I was pushing against the screen, and the screen popped oh. out, and I went. So it wasn't totally right. terrible, but also, like, my sister was... Eight at the time, you know, it's not Sure, like... sure, sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, and you assume that the screen is going to hold. What I was afraid yeah. of, this was like, I was afraid There's... this would be like a Lars von Trier Antichrist situ- situation yeah. where you totally just went, whoop! Yeah. <laughs> There's ads on the L's now that say, like, follow oh, yeah. the four-inch rule that I like to have your windows closed more so babies don't fall out, and I like to take pictures and send them to my mom. <laughs> oh, that, Wow. <laughs> <laughs> the window. Remember this tragedy, mother. <laughs> this house sounds like it was designed so that a child could fall out of that window. Yeah, we also had this huge retaining wall, like because the driveway was down there, and so it was all these like stones. And so I would just like rock climb the stones up. My mom was always like, Ooh, sorry, "Oh did, no!" Did you say this window was designed as for a baby to fall out of? Yeah, it sounds like it was just so Someone low like, to the ground. Okay. And you know what's great about this? Babies can fall out of here. I'm a maniac, and I'm designing a house for you. <laughs> Do you like this? This house is a death trap for children. <laughs> I'm just going to put rocks on this wall so that a baby can use her tiny hands to just yeah. climb and climb. You were like a little munchie-chee. It was a nice house, though. Yeah. Yeah, for being a, an Amityville <laughs> or, horror show. Or just to be an adult in. <laughs> as long as you're an adult. There were, like, ropes, like, hanging down the chimney. Like, why are there ropes here? Britta, no! <laughs> just swinging like a pendulum. <laughs> Wee. Uh, the other one I had here was, um, so when you were a kid and Britta was sick, what happens when Britta's sick? She gets to stay home, let's say from school, what do you do? 
Okay, I get to stay home already. First off, like, I did not get to stay home from school very much. Oh. Like, you had to have a temperature. Sure. You had to, like, mm-hmm. really. It was very no fake in us that, like, you could not fake. And mm-hmm. there was just no way no to No fake it. Michelle cough of, like, yeah. <laughs> Um, but you got, like, Sprite or ginger ale. That was always awesome. Sure. Um, like, saltines, stay in bed, watch TV. I usually would get to... I like to, like, sleep in my parents' bed. So. Ooh, oh, yes. I did that, too. I did it, like, why. too long, too. Oh, too long. Like, you know, 16. I was like, like I'm too old for this. 16, um, throwing temper tantrums yeah. in your mom's dad's <laughs> bed, spreading out. Like, I'm sick. Sorry. Yeah. But I think a lot of it... My dad traveled for work. So I think when I was little, and I had like I had a lot of nightmares when I was very young too. So mm-hmm. I would like go to their bed, but then it also became a habit that if my dad was out of town because my parents' bed was huge and comfortable, that I was like I can just sleep in this bed. Well, there you go. Wait, wait, so what TV did you watch? Daytime television. TV? Um, yeah. I mean, I remember more being a little older and loving watching, like, Maori and stuff. <laughs> Maori? Maori. Yeah. Maori? Maori. Yes, yes, yes. Maori. 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 TJ Maori. Taj Maori. Maori, if you have a certain accent. Hey, let's watch the Maori. <laughs> yeah, I loved watching that. I really liked when they had the Primordial Dwarves on it. That was my favorite episode. Excuse me? Primordial Dwarves? They're the really small ones. That sounds they refer to them as primordial? No, that's like the medical diagnosis. Oh. Is a primordial dwarf. That's psychotic. Um, and From another time. They're like very, very small. They're very, and they're proportional. In the episode description, Unlike I'm going to talk about oh, how I you taught us about yeah. primordial dwarfs. Yeah. Britta drops in to teach us about primordial dwarfs. But <laughs> that they, sounds so outdated. It, it was like very weird. And then I stopped watching the show when it became only like pregnancy tests. You those, need those a little the best more episodes. variety. What are you talking about? What? No, I like when they have children with diseases. I was all about that. <laughs> children with like saber tooth tiger teeth. Yeah, or then they would have, it would be, oh, I would just like cry. They would have like a girl who's allergic to sunlight. And they were like, oh, no. And then, and she like, came in a blanket, but then she left in an amazing purple NASA suit. A NASA suit? Like they had NASA designed, NASA made these, this like suit that was like kind of cute, but <sighs> protected her whole body from the sun. Like even her hands? Yeah, like her whole body. Whole body. Because she was allergic to the sun, and her mom had had to like carry her around under blanket. That's really insane. Yeah, and so you were like, "He's doing the Lord's work." Mowry, you're doing the Lord's work, Mowry. Yeah. Brendan. What? When Brendan got sick. Oh. What would Brendan do? Um, I think uh, I would watch. I know I was too old to watch this, but I would just stay and watch the entire Nick Jr. Like block of television. Oh, sure. With yeah. like Face or Mister Face or whatever he was Mr. Like the host. Face. He like he like turned different colors. It was oh, just I... like a two eyes and a oh. smile. I like, I like to think like he was. Show. Eureka's Castle. Yeah. Eureka's Castle, Castle and Gullah Gullah Island. Yes, Gullah Gullah Island. and Island. Little Bear. Sure. That, see, that was late. That yeah, was that was you later. Little old. Bear and Blue's Clues. And yeah, you got that. It was more like just like sitting there on the couch and just being like. I just, I don't know. Yeah, Britta and I think... I'm just going to sit here and just, like, experience this, I guess. Just let it wash over you. Yeah, just... Yeah, I think our frame of reference is a little older, because we would have had, like, David the No. No, we have Britta Britta. Oh, yeah. Oh, well. (laughs) Come come with me. I I had older siblings, so I always watched, like, things a little older. Okay. And I would not always do that. So we're not familiar with David the Gnome, either end here? David the Gnome. David the Gnome was, like, a Canadian show that got, like... Bought by Nickelodeon because they didn't have any program, yeah. and it was yeah. There's a little uh, old this. gnome couple. In the last episode, they learned uh, that traditionally gnomes die at a certain age, so they died, holding each That's other amazing. at the base of a tree I, while the foxes I cried. I remember that show. Wow. I was a really big like Fraggle Rock fan. Yeah, I'm about to say that Fraggle Rock. Great. So Brandon, you're you're coughing up blood watching okay. uh, Mr. What? Face. I like that you call it Mr. Face. Isn't is it just Face? I think it is just face. I have no idea. Hey, it's me, Mr. Face. It sounds weirder just to call it face. Oh, what's wrong, Brandon? You <laughs> yeah. sick? This is face. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, and I mean, I was only only child, so... No, we get it. You know. Um, so when Brandon got sick, the world stopped. Like, <laughs> well, pulled the brakes on. Yeah, and my mom, my mom was a stay-at-home mom, so uh, yeah. you know, I had someone, like, actively there to what did Brenda... help... My mom nurse me. I'm just going to turn away She's from like Brandon. She's like a bad stay-at-home mom. Though. No, she wasn't. That's so mean. I love her. It's on the I, record. On the record. She was, she was in it. town for Mother's Day, and we were talking about all the things that we were like, that was not okay for you to do. Mother? That you did. What's a good example? Um, okay, so when I was in preschool, because I had two older siblings, mm-hmm. and we lived very close to elementary school, um, but 
I, she would, like, go take the kid, the other kids to school, and as long as I would, like, lay in her bed and she'd turn on, like, Sesame Street and be like, you just can't leave the bed. I'll be back in, like, 15 minutes. Which, like, is not a big deal, but, like, you shouldn't leave three-year-olds at home alone. Yeah, what was the reasoning behind, oh, I couldn't possibly... Britta has to stay here. Because I would just, like, not want to wake up. I usually would oh. sleep more. Because she was like, she's still asleep. I don't want to wake her up. I'm going to be gone for, like, ten minutes. I like to think that you're, like, full on, like, you had, like, a cone princess cap, like, in your bed, like, mother, please. <laughs> I'm a sleepy was, baby. <laughs> I was really I was really close with our neighbors, too. Um, uh-huh. They were my godparents. Um, and so, like, my mom was reading me a story, and she has a sister who's 20 years younger than her, and her sister had called and was having, like, all this stuff happening. And I was all like, I want this story. I want to know what happens at the end of this. So I just, Stupid aunt so drama. So I just <laughs> left the house and went to the neighbors. And sure. then my mom obviously got off the phone and was like, I don't know where my child is. And I was just, like, on their back porch, like, chilling, having a book read to me. <laughs> no, smoke. I like also smoking a cigarette. I'm smoking a cigarette. Stop, yeah. mom. Stop, <laughs> yeah. mom. I'm a, I'm a rebel now. I'm cool. And you took the, like, Brandon. Yeah, like Brandon. And you took the book with you that you... Yeah. I was like, I'm going to get this read to me. Someone will... Look, if you can't do this job, I will find someone who can. Yeah. Yeah. My God... You knew. You were like, these are my godparents. I was terrible. I also, if I got in trouble, I would... If, like, my mom was, like, kind of yelling at me, I would... Apparently, I don't remember this. I would get down on the ground and, like, make myself into a little ball. Until they were done, and then just get up like nothing had happened and walk away. <laughs> you you full on played possum. Yeah. Until the the mean bear parents went away, and then yeah. you're like, yeah. And then I was like, okay, whatever, don't care. When you say you were too old to be throwing tantrums, what is what's the age that you can kind of pinpoint where you're like, I cannot believe that I was throwing a tantrum. Like the five to seven range, like probably. Okay. I mean, I probably did until I was nine, and I I wouldn't, and I still. My family can make me so much more angry. Like, I get way more heated around them than I would around okay. my peers or friends. Right, or sure, sure. I think that's not. normal. Yeah. But, like, so, like, so my mom thought I was, like, a terror, you know. What's an example of something where you, like, just put your foot down and you were like, yeah? I don't remember. She told me I could play with. She had these little, this is really bad. I was, this, like, makes me sound like a devil child. Well. She had these little, like, Russian snacking dolls she'd gotten traveling somewhere. That type of thing. I was obsessed me, with those. I don't me know too. Why. I loved it. She told me I couldn't play with them because, for some reason, and I put one on the ground and just stomped on it right in front of her. Did it shatter? Whoa. Yeah, I broke it. Well, you got in like major trouble for that, though, right? Yeah. Like, there's no getting away with that. I couldn't get away yeah. if I did something. I immediately regretted it. Yeah, like, me too. But oh, I wouldn't. No. I wouldn't want to like show that. Yeah. And I would again. I was always climbing, so we had like an island that. They had shelves that were low that all the dishes were on. And I'd always, like, climb on those shelves. And then, obviously, the shelf would just fall Jeez. And all the dishes would go off. So the property value of the house, over time, just slowly slid down. Thank you, Britta. Our, our, our beautiful youngest child. All right, listeners, what, what terrible things did you do as a kid? Email in to Bear at uh, gmail.com. You're doing it so well. Um, and Brandon, I think it's time for your question that you always ask. Oh, yeah. My favorite question to ask is, um, now you notice on in Full House, a lot of the characters end up having a catchphrase like, how rude. Or, I don't think so. Or, have mercy. Or, cut it out. Or, too many. There's too many. Too many. Danny um, doesn't get so one. So, <laughs> I have, this is a two-part question. One, did you have a catchphrase as a kid? Something that you said a lot. And two, do you have a catchphrase now? As Britta present. Britta. So, like, yeah, in terms of, like, yeah, catchphrase, just something that... If, if you could have asked your parents at the time, they would have been like, Britta just says this. All the time. All the time. I don't... I mean, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Um, Damn it. I don't think so. No, okay. Exactly. <laughs> so just just to give you some examples... Like, yeah, give us Well, if, if you have one now, too. Uh, you probably have one. Willie's as a kid... Willie's as a kid was change is bad. <laughs> he would say that all the time. Uh, Marie... Oh, Marie's, Marie's is so great. Marie's was... This is about as, like, catchphrasiest <laughs> I think we're ever going to get. It's 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 not my responsibility. <laughs> and she put, like, her little hands on her hips. <laughs> it's not my... And, like, a little, like, Shirley Temple dress. And then uh, Alan Lennox was... <laughs> he didn't really have one, so we just wrote down, Oh, um, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. 
I like probably like stop Adam or like I didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> stop Adam and or I didn't, didn't do, do it. it. I didn't. I didn't do it. I just blame stuff on my brother all the time. Okay. So um, any of those things that you say when you're trying to like shove blame off of you, yeah. Like, but it wasn't me. <laughs> I'm just gonna write down. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. Okay, of the three children, who is most likely to climb the pantry shelves and, as a result, destroy everything in the kitchen? Not me. Me. Not Britta. Like, Adam started it. Uh. I always do. And, but he, to be fair, he did. He did always start it. But, but then you finished it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like Ernie the Sandman Hudson. Pow, pow. Well, I think that brings us to the end of uh, our episode today. Let's all breathe a sigh of, like, oh. Uh, uh, um... Okay, yeah, so we're at the portion, and I know uh, that we would do plugs, usually. Yeah. Um, this comes out in, like, a couple weeks, okay. uh, so there's a bit of a delay. If you have anything to plug, you can. I know you are traveling soon, if you want to tell people about that. Um, I'm going to plug, like, I'm going to have, like, a huge party in June. Okay, huge <laughs> gym party. Gym party, party, bros. All, all, no how rude, all how rude podcast listeners are invited. <laughs> no concrete plans yet. Um, I'm moving. That's that's my that is my plug. I'm leaving leaving Chicago. Former Chicago comedian to become a L.A. eventually. Yeah, but <laughs> L.A. But between that, you've got correct me if I'm wrong. Is it Boston? Boston. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll be in Vancouver for like five days. So mm-hmm. if you're there, call me. Um, <laughs> so it's a tour. You're doing a tour. A tour internationally. I'll be in Boston for a month. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be, be hitting up Mankato, Minnesota, Party City. Mankato? Mankato, Minnesota. Never heard of such a place. It's where my sister lives. <laughs> mm, and then mm, Omaha, Nebraska. So for all those Omaha, Nebraska listeners, I'll be there for five weeks and have no friends. So. Beep, boop, boop, boop. Ring can't her up. Wait, living, I'll be living with my parents' house. It'll be a full house. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it'll be a full house. You know what I mean? Yeah. Britta, please don't fall out of the wind. Britta. It means I'll be destroying my parents' very nice house. Yep. Okay. Uh, well, I don't really have any specific plugs. Um, um, yeah, uh, Twitter. Uh, you can follow me at B double E shock. I am J O N P E R N I S E K. You're on Twitter, yes? Britta Rowings. Duh. B R I T T A R W I N G S. Also, you can follow me on Front Back. <laughs> no, no, we don't do Front Back here. No, 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 I'm surprised no, no, no. Willie did. Well, we weren't doing plugs back then. I'm surprised yeah, no, Willie no, didn't we don't do front, front back. back. Willie, Willie, if you're listening, we don't do front back. I need more followers than Willie. <laughs> oh, no. He's the CEO. I don't know he if that's so ever going to happen. Um, let's see. You can contact us through the email that we've mentioned, but just for the accuracy, let's just say that it's the full house. Nope. Fucking fuck. <laughs> it's the how rude podcast at gmail.com. We do have one iTunes review. It's super positive. Oh, really? Yeah, we do. I did I not tell you I that. I didn't read that. No. You got to get up on that. Uh, it's a five-star review. Only leave five-star reviews. If you didn't like the show, don't waste your time. Yeah. <laughs> don't waste your time pretend, running pretend a negative we don't review. don't exist if you don't like it. Just delete it from your cache. It's, it's, it's that easy. Yeah, you can find us on iTunes. You can find us on Stitcher if you use that. We got a Facebook page. We got a Facebook page and the Lipson website as well. The Facebook page is going to be really helpful for people who want to not only listen, but watch the shows before they listen to us talk about them. Because I found out that not only is the first season on dailymotion.com, mm-hmm. but the second season is as well. Two separate users. Here's an idea. One user upload all of it. That way, I don't have to be searching for everything like an idiot. Mm-hmm. And um, then why can... don't you upload all of it? Then, I don't Mr. know how. John. <laughs> I don't know how those things work. Also illegal. <laughs> also, yeah, daily motion is like the most illegal thing but, in the yeah. world. Uh, if you want to watch Full House episodes with like a weird like water stamp in the middle of the screen <laughs> the entire time, um, so yeah, f- uh, like us on that Facebook page, Brandon. What have we got coming up next, Brandon? Uh, next episode, Brandon. Uh, Brandon. Uh, just a little preview. We'll give you the synopsis that's here on the. Uh, oh on yeah, the we cover. mentioned this last time. Yes, we did. It's called Jesse's Girl, episode eight. Uh, has the world turned upside down? Jesse flips over his gorgeous guitar student who prefers dot 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 Joey. Britta, how do you think that's gonna? How do you think that's gonna shake out? Oh, neither of them is gonna get the girl. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> no one's getting laid. Jesse's gonna be like such a little diva about it. Yeah. Well, and who wants to have sex in an alcove? 
Yeah, that's gonna be awful. Under the stars? Ooh, that's why he does Michelle, it. It's not, it's not stars. the weird kiss that Michelle's looking at. It's not stars. It's why have planets. the stars when he can give you the solar system? The Jupiter. Brandon. Yeah. Uh, all right. You get it? I get it. Oh, also, uh, oh, uh, yes, that's it. There is no also. Okay. Uh, Britta, this is the portion. I forgot that in this ending moment, we all say our names. We didn't do that last time. Okay. So what we're going to do is uh, uh, I'm going to say my name, then Brandon will say his name, and then Britta, you'll say your name, and then I'll say, and we'll see you next time on, and then all together we'll say, how rude, Brandon, you can't make the little hand slit throat motion as if to say, Brandon thinks he's clever, (laughs) and he never says, how rude with me. And then sometimes that inspires the guest to be a tomfooler as well. And you're bouncing up and down fine, as if you're like, fine, yeah, yeah. Fine we'll, fine, we'll do it. Yeah, we'll, we'll do, do it. it. Okay, so this is the part where we do our names. So I've been Jonathan Pernasek. I'm Brandon Shockney. I'm Britta Rowings. And we'll see you next time on How... Mr. Sandman, give me a dream, ba 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 ba. No, 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 no. You want to do the bit, Brendan? You do the whole song, Brendan. Oh, I know. Make him the cutest that I've ever seen. Sing it. Make him the cutest that I've ever seen. Bum, 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 bum. See what what he does? This is what happens, Britta. (laughs) Troublemakers get stitches and ditches. I'm Jonathan Pernasek. Yeah, I'm Britta Shani. I'm Britta Rowings. And we'll see you next time on... Ernie Hudson. Pretty, you're not even saying anything at all. Bye. No. Bye. No, Bye. Bye.